Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast, episode 24, with me, Sarah Hunt. And me, Jess Hunt. Here we are again. How's things up in sunny Leicestershire, Jeremy? Leicestershire is sunny and things are good. Life is good. I love life. Life's awesome. Excellent. Jeremy was showing me a painting that he's done, a new painting that he's done. I'm very impressed. Good. Very impressed. Thank you. And uh, he said he's done it to help lift the vibration and bring some positive energies in. Excellent news. So the listeners are now going to wonder what that <laughs> painting is. <laughs> well, listeners, if you go to my website, jezhunt.com forward slash the hyphen accidental hyphen artist forward slash and look for the sea turtle, because it will be up by the time you hear this, then that is the one we're talking about. So you can go and have a look if you want to. There you go. It's a very good painting, listeners. I'm very impressed, I have to say. Excellent. So today we thought we would um, have a chat about change. Change to me is um, something that's always happening to us. Everything's changing. It's It has to change because of, um, because of decisions we, we make, because of choices we make, because of choices and decisions by other people that creates change um and yet people i've come across so many people that are afraid of change um, or resist change um and i guess you know change can be something that's very small and subtle or it could be something that's major um but to me change is a good thing it's um it gives you an opportunity to reflect um and look at what's right for you so that kind of links into our persistence change change links into persistence which we did in our last podcast because um sometimes persistence isn't right and we need to look at change to be able to move forward properly Mm -hmm. yeah change i think if, if any of us look back over our lives you know, a lot has changed. <laughs> um, funny that. But a lot has changed, certainly in my life, uh, where, you know, when I started out at 16 as a mechanical engineering apprentice to ending up being um, a belief and business coach where I am now, I wouldn't, it never even occurred to me that this is where I would be at the age of 16, you know. And, there were lots of things that happened, like you said, decisions I made, decisions other people made that led me to where I am. I think the trouble is, possibly, is that we can get, we, we can be taught or we can understand that change is a bad thing or, or change is something that's out of our control. Yes. So, you know, people say, well, change happens anyway, go with it. But I, you know, and again, I think I think we've, we've talked about this before. I've used this before. You know, change is something that either 
that we can allow to happen to us or it's something that we can allow to happen for us. And I think when you look at change as, like you said, opportunities rather than um, restriction, then that can open up a whole load of other possibilities of future, future pathways, where it's all going to go. And change, at the end of the day, if we don't change, if we don't grow, then we become stagnant. And that's in any area, whether it's a job, whether it's a, a relationship, whether it's a relationship with ourselves. Yeah. We can become stagnant. And if we're stagnant and we're not growing, then we're not being fulfilled. We're not feeling fulfilled. So we can end up in the whole negative spiral of oh, life's not really good and uh, or even just that, you know, mundane acceptance of, of, well, life's OK. It's OK. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just OK. When we should be full of life and excited about what we're doing. And if we're not excited about what we're doing, then find something that does excite you and do that. You know, we we we. we in my mind, in some ways, we should be seeking change. Yes, absolutely. Um, and, and and not afraid of it. Yeah. Um, and we, we all experience subtle change and change, change is a constant, <laughs> yes. whether people like it or not. It's inevitable, it's people. It's, it's inevitable. inevitable. <laughs> it's inevitable. However, for us to be able to reach our potential, um, in all areas of our life, we need to be open to change and we need to be open to um, reassessing where we are, where we are and whether that's still where we need to be, whether it still feels right for us or if we need to make a change. And certainly in my lifetime, I have made several very big changes. And like you, when I set off to do nursing at 19, um, I never expected to be running my own business and um, be a spiritual teacher and uh, an intuitive healer. I, I would never have believed that that's where I would would be. Um, but but I can see how the changes that I've had, certainly during my career, have led me to where I, I need to be now. And I've had to be open to that change. And some of that change was quite difficult because it was like, hmm, who's going to want me to do that for them, <laughs> you know? And, and then suddenly I find, oh yeah, I can do that. Um, and I think sometimes, sometimes people are afraid of change because they're afraid of whether they'll actually cope with it, um, mm -hmm. whether they've got the skills to be able to, to manage change as well. Sometimes we need to manage it, don't we? So that, we're, so that it's not overwhelming. Um, and so that we can put the changes in place that we need to, to put in place. But again, it comes back to tuning into yourself. What feels right? What do you need to be doing? Um, are you still heading in the right direction? Um, and and um, uh, is, is this where you need to be? And certainly, you know, when I look at my career in particular, I've had some major changes quite late on in life but I've known that they've been the right ones to take and it's led me to where I am now and I know that that's the right place for me to be. Um, but you can have changes in all sorts of areas of your life. But if you resist change, you, um, 
you can come up a, a, against all sorts of situations where the universe is trying to flag up to you it's time to change you need to change that you need to re like take another look at that you need to reassess what's going on here and see if it's still right for you so again it comes back to tuning into yourself what does what feels right is this the right place for me to be is this the right direction i'm taking or do i need to to look at this reevaluate it and then see what changes i need to put in place yeah what's just come up for me is if i just look at my jobs over the years i've been made redundant a number of times over the years and i have left jobs and changed jobs intentionally over the years and in all cases they've led me to where i am today and i'm more than happy where i am today you know this is absolutely where i'm meant to be and at times when i was made redundant that change was taken out of my hands i had no choice it was sorry we don't need you anymore bye um so yes, we might go into that initial panic or that initial uncertainty, the fear of the unknown, you know, what's going to happen. But actually, a couple of things that come up for me with this is, firstly, one of the things you said um, just now was that we might not feel that we have the right tools or experience or knowledge to be able to deal with that change. Well, that can be learned you know, there is nothing in terms of understanding or experience that can't be learned. So if you need tools to help you, they are out there and you can learn them. I think part of it is that fear of the unknown. It's that. So what's now going to happen rather than, OK, this is an opportunity for me to embrace life in a slightly different way. So, for example, when I was made redundant the last time, that was the time that I went self-employed. So I had bills to pay. I had everything that had to happen. And yes, okay, I had a buffer of redundancy money, not for very long, but I had redundancy money that, that, that was a bit of a buffer. But I still had to make a decision of, do I go back into employment or do I start my own business? Which I started my own business. Now, if that hadn't have happened that doesn't mean I wouldn't have started my own business and it doesn't mean I wouldn't have left a job and carried on doing my own business at some point but it was kind of like a, a trigger point of I've got to make a decision here because I have to earn money to pay mortgage etc 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 bills so to me it was a case of well okay I've got this buffer let's give my business a go let's see if I can get it off the ground and if I can't, then I can always go back to employ. I can always go and find a job. Rather than sitting there in, oh, my God, I've been made redundant. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then not take positive action and not embrace that possibility. So the change was forced on me, but I chose to, to take control of it. I think we've talked about this before, circle of influence, circle of concern. You know, there are things that happen to us, circle of concern, but the only thing we can deal with, the only thing we can do is the circle of influence. What can we actually do about that situation? Mm. So, yes, I could have sat and wallowed and gone, ah, or I could have, OK, what can I take control of? Right. Well, I can try my business. I can start applying for jobs and see what happens. Ultimately, I stopped applying for jobs because obviously my, my business took off. So it was 
I think there's there's that fear that stops people. People have a perception that that change isn't necessarily good. It might not be good in that moment. It might not feel good in that moment. But there is, in my experience, if you if you allow it, there is a positive something to come out of it, whatever it is. Absolutely. I think something you said there that was that's really key is it might not feel good at that moment. Mm. Um, and that's different to it not being good because change gives opportunities. To me, it does anyway. Change gives you um, time for reflection. And um, and certainly I've been in your ex- in a similar situation where I've been made redundant. And um, there, there was one time, I think I had about three redundancies in all, in all but in one one situation I was made redundant and I couldn't get another job I was out of work for probably about five months but when I reflected back on that five months I could see that actually my children needed me to be a mother at home during that time rather than a working mother um so that that change was pushed on to me if you like because my children needed me at home whereas other times um when I've made been made redundant I've walked into another job and then final time it was like no it's time to do something for myself it's time to actually um uh get on and do my own business but uh, but i think i do feel sometimes change is forced on us because we're not listening we're not listening to ourselves we're not listening to the universe so the universe will go okay you're not listening right okay then we'll push you into a corner we want you to change it's time for you to change um, it's time time for you to change direction. It's time for you to reevaluate things, and so you end up with that change pushed onto you. Yeah. Um, and and it to me it's it's like a big wake up call. But I do remember saying in, in one um, one meeting I had with one company that made me um, redundant. Um, I kind of had an inkling something was going on, although they didn't tell me it was a redundancy meeting until I got there. But I had taken somebody with me and. Um, I, I just said, and they were quite surprised at my reaction because I just went, well, that's okay. As one door closes, another one opens. And, and I had that very positive attitude of, okay, that's fine. There's a new opportunity coming to me. And, um, so it's time for, for me to move forward. And to be fair, when I was doing that job, I was also doing some healing as well. I was kind of, um, I was working weekends and evenings doing healing and probably (laughs) should have made the move myself sooner but the universe was like no it's time for you to actually do this now so um so so yeah sometimes we we have change that's that's forced upon us because we haven't listened Mm-hmm. That's been a bit of a theme through through my life at very <laughs> not, listening, not listening to myself or the universe. I'm working on it. It's a work in progress and I'm better at it now than I was. But even so, um it, it has been a bit of a theme. And um and and so, you know, when when um when we're when we're truly tuned into ourselves and listening, then it does feel like we have more control over the changes being made or that need to be made um rather than finding ourselves in situations where it's like you haven't done what you were supposed to so we're going to push you into it (laughs) so then is that is that the distinction then that 
if it's something that we intentionally change, so we're in control of the change. So, for example, me choosing to leave a job or leave a relationship or, or whatever it might be over somebody else forcing that decision, whether it's the universe guiding or, or, or whatever. But when it feels out of our control, is that the distinction between what we regard as positive change and negative change then? Even though the, the overall, sorry, just a clarification, the overall thing from my point of view is every change is positive or there is a positive something in there. But people's perception can be, so for example, um, oh, he left me. Um, so when the relationship ends, oh, he left me. It was out of my control. Is that actually necessarily true? Um just probably it. not probably not <laughs> but, but the thing is when when somebody's saying he left me the blame is all going on the other the person, person that that's left the relationship or ended the relationship isn't it whereas actually it makes it takes two to have a, a successful relationship and it takes two for it to break down and um so being willing to evaluate what's going on within the relationship is the responsibility of both people within that relationship. Um, so it may be that the person was resisting, that actually deep down they knew that the relationship wasn't right, but it's easier to, to, to stick with it and then blame the other person when they say enough's enough than it is to actually go inward and go, is this still right for me or is it not? And if it yeah. isn't, okay, what approach do I need to take to actually deal with this situation? Is it that, the, that there's something that we need to work through together because things don't feel right for me at this point in time and therefore we need to work through things to, to bring our relationship back to where it is and is this what both of us want? Or is it that this is just completely the wrong place for me to be now and, and I've learned what I need to, needed to from being in this relationship and now it's time to, to go off in a different direction? I think that's another key point is we can turn a blind eye to things that we don't want to admit are happening. So we might know there's something wrong in a relationship or in a job or, or, or whatever. Um, so deep down, we know that, but we take the path of least resistance or, or the least hassle. It's easier to stay with what you know than it is to face change and the unknown and, and stuff. So that's, that's quite a normal human trait. In, in human form that's what we, we can often do that yet the hardest part and I've, I've definitely said this before in one of the podcasts the hardest part or the hardest thing that any of us can do is to actually look at ourselves with a critical eye I don't necessarily mean in a judgmental beat ourselves up over it but just be honest with ourselves of actually Jez could you have handled that differently could you have been more compassionate, more loving, more kind, more interactive with that situation than you were. And actually, as I say, not not to beat myself up over it, but just to be honest with myself, actually, you could have done more. You could have done things differently. But that then comes back to there's a lesson to learn there because then next time I'm in a relationship or a job or a whatever, then I have those lessons of, right, that happened last time. I'm not going to let that happen again. I'm now aware of it. So then we do things differently to learn from our learnings. 
Absolutely. Which then creates change because yeah. um, I remember dad saying to us or saying to me years ago, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. And, and that's very true. If you don't, um, if you don't take the time to evaluate why you've ended up where you've ended up and make change, then you'll just repeat, repeat, repeat. You'll just keep doing the same thing over and over again. And, and that doesn't give you growth. It doesn't give you fulfillment. It doesn't allow you to reach your potential. But when you're ready and willing to look at things and um, reevaluate them in a loving way, um, so that you're not hard on yourself, you're not hard on anyone else that's invo involved in the scenario, um, then it gives you an opportunity for growth. It gives you an opportunity to move um, towards reaching your full potential. It gives you an opportunity to see a different way forward and, and put change into place that, that will bring more fulfillment to you. Yeah, there's another saying, trying to do the same or doing the same thing, expecting different results. You know, yeah. there's another trap we can fall into of, you know, if it's not working, then something needs to change. Yeah. Because if it's not working, if you're not getting the outcome you're looking to get, whatever it might be, if it's not happening, then something needs to change. Like we said in, in the persistence episode, you know, maybe it's not the right place or not the right outcome we're looking to achieve. Maybe it's not right for us anymore. Maybe we just need to tweak something because we're not trying it. So it's like taking the detour or, or you know, maybe there's other things we should be looking at rather than just um, trying to force something to happen that's not meant to happen. So it's still all about going within and trusting our own intuition and trusting that we know what is right for us regardless of what else is involved around that. So, for example, um, in a relationship that we talked about, like if you're in a relationship that's not right for you, if a relationship isn't right for me, then it's not right for, for the person I'm with either. Because if a relationship's going to be right, it will be right for both people. Yeah. So if the relationship... If, if I'm not comfortable with a relationship anymore, then it can't be right for the other person, even if they can't see it at the time. And I've certainly had relationships uh, end that I wasn't I wasn't the, uh, the person who ended the relationship. And at the time, I couldn't understand, you know, you go through the whole grief cycle, you know, um, the fear, not fear of loss, but the loss cycle uh, is kind of a form of grief. Um and it was only later on in life or later on in circumstance that I realized that actually that was the right thing for me. And I did know it deep down, but I wasn't allowing myself to see it. I was burying my head in the sand that everything was OK when it wasn't. Yeah. And I think that's something that's very easy to do, isn't it? I've certainly done it with various things in at various times in my life and um, buried my hand, head in the sand until things have got really uncomfortable and then it's like oh goodness I'm gonna to have to do something about this and I think it I think it has been linked probably to to fear fears around change and also fears around my ability to cope with change as well um and um and and how I'm actually going to move forward 
but but I do remember years ago there was a lovely ward sister that was very old-fashioned that I I worked for and um I was quite innovative at, at the time and um <laughs> I'd be wanting to introduce change but I had to she she would resist so I so I had to kind of talk her around and make her think it was her idea and once she got it got it and felt comfortable with it she'd put it in place but <laughs> it have come from me but it was a way of actually helping her to see that that change wasn't a scary thing it, it was okay to make changes and it would improve things um in the running of the ward um and i think sometimes you know people are, are, are so afraid of change because they they think they have to make great big leaps and sometimes we do need to be take take a leap of faith and 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 make a big leap with something but other times we can put little steps in that will create the change that we need and will get us to where where we need to be without it being um a really daunting task to get there yeah it's a lot of what teaching goal setting or or in you know process improvement it's about making little tiny tweaks on a daily basis rather than trying to necessarily do a massive change in one go you know as long as we're moving forwards towards so again like we talked about before you know you've got your destination in mind as long as we're moving towards our destination and as long as we're checking in to make sure we're still going to the right destination then yes we may need to tweak things along the way and that's okay that's you know um that's well that's part of change is part of life it's, it's what we should be doing you know yeah interesting yeah absolutely so so change change is important really isn't it being open to change is really important and and seeing it as an opportunity um an opportunity to grow is really important and um it's it's even when it feels horrible there's usually something very good that will come out of it and sometimes you can't see it at the time and it's when you're a few months down the road or a year or so later you look back and you think gosh actually yes I really needed that to change or I needed to change that to be able to get where I am now sometimes when we're in the thick of it we we find it um overwhelming and um difficult to deal with and we don't understand what's going on but often once we come out the other side of change of big change particularly i'm talking about here um when we look back and reevaluate, we can see it's the best thing that ever happened to us yeah and certainly moves us into a into the space that we need to be in at that particular moment in time Hmm. excellent so there we go change change good thing it is. it is. Change is as good as a rest, as dad's. Yes, that's so another one say. of dad's. Another one of dad's, wasn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Bless him. Excellent. Well, there we go, listeners. Um, another great episode for you. Um, I hope you've enjoyed listening, and um, we will see you again another time, or you'll hear us anyway. Uh, so it's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from him. Mm-hmm.